Today has been a day of ordinations. There was the ordination of men to the priesthood and diaconate who belonged to the priestly fraternity of St. Charles Borromeo. And there was the ordination of 21 men by Archbishop Aquila, men who will serve in the permanent diaconate for the Archdiocese of Denver. The Archbishop acknowledged these men called in such a time as this to assist the priesthood and to be of benefit to God's people. They have their special vocation to preach the gospel and to be an icon of Christ the servant. Actually, we all have our Christian call to live out a call to witness in our own way, like St. John the Baptist, to point out the truth of the identity of Jesus Christ, which the world needs to hear. In today's gospel passage from Matthew, we hear Jesus say, fear no one. And again, do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. But there is a challenge in this passage also. We are called to acknowledge him before others, to witness about him, to point him out as the one who came to save all, to lead us back to God the Father, and to enable us to enter his eternal kingdom. For God cares for each one of us, loves us tremendously, and desires that each of us spend our eternity with him. I would like to suggest that we keep in mind as inspirational models the heroic examples of the martyrs. I have in mind in particular a saint whose feast the church celebrated last Thursday, namely Sir Thomas More, who lived in 16th century London during the reign of King Henry VIII. There is a wonderful movie that came out in 1966, Oldie But Goldie, entitled A Man for All Seasons, based on a play by Robert Bolt, which received multiple Academy Awards. This is one of Father Michael's favorite films, and mine, mine also. Bishop Barron uses this film as an example of someone who lived out the biblical call do not be afraid. He puts it this way. In this great film, The Man for All Seasons, King Henry VIII is infinitely frustrated because he cannot manipulate Thomas More. The king wants his chancellor to approve his second marriage and to sanction his authority over the church in England. But his usual methods don't work precisely because More is not afraid of the king. In time, King Henry takes away his job, his status, his money, his, his reputation, friends, family, freedom, each time hoping that he will give in until finally he takes away his life. Everyone else, Henry could intimidate, but not more. But Thomas More did fear someone. He had that holy fear that the Bible speaks of often, the fear of the Lord. There was something he feared losing, and that was intimacy and friendship with God. 
besides being fearless, there is needed a simple but faithful loyalty to our royal Lord. Sometimes our loyalty as messengers of God can be a quiet, undramatic thing, like it was for the Franciscan priest who was martyred for his loyalty to Christ right here in Denver. You may not have heard of Father Leo Heinrichs, a Franciscan stationed at St. Elizabeth of Hungary, a parish church downtown, and now a mission church or cathedral. But in 1908, Father Leo met a martyr's death in the sanctuary during mass. His death is a kind of echo of the last words of St. Thomas More, once a Lord High Chancellor at his execution. I die his majesty's good servant, but God's first. Father Leo was born Joseph Heinrichs in Germany and fled with the Franciscans who were persecuted by von Bismarck in their country at that time. Brother Leo was his monastic name. After ordination, he served in various positions in New York and New Jersey and was assigned to St. Elizabeth the Hungry Parish in Denver, 1907. He distributed food at the friary every morning to the poor. A week before his death, he preached at the young lady's sodality meeting saying, how sweet it is to die at the feet of Mary. On February 23rd, he was saying mass, Sunday mass at the 6 a.m. working men's mass. While he was distributing Holy Communion, 50-year-old Giuseppe Alia, an Italian immigrant who was an anarchist, approached the communion rail, took the host, threw it at Father Leo, and then shot him in the chest with a revolver at such close range. Father Leo collapsed, tried to recover the precious host, and then died on the steps of the side altar of Our Lady. Elias said later, I have a grudge against all priests in general. They are all against the working man. I am an anarchist and I am proud of it. Elias was eventually convicted of murder and hanged, although the Franciscan order pleaded against that. Father Leo was buried in New Jersey after his services in Denver were attended by thousands. His cause for beatification was open 1938, and he has been declared a servant of God, the first step on the path to sainthood. So now Denver has two servants of God on the path to sainthood, Julia Gray being the other one. So we offer our gratitude to God for the many inspiring examples of virtue, showing us how to be fearless and to be loyal to God in so many ways. Let us pray for the graces to live up to the biblical challenge, not to be ashamed to stand up for Christ, who is our way, our truth, our life. And when the time comes and we live in increasingly challenging times, to fearlessly acknowledge our Lord publicly.